baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris and Amy on KMOX. Boy, oh boy, what a day. Hey, got some job numbers uh, released again today. We've been getting them uh, regularly. Uh, Job numbers are up significantly more than forecast over 350,000 jobs added last month. The... um, uh, the inflation still under four percent. It's at three point seven, so it's it's holding steady right now. the The numbers of of how people feel, how Americans feel about the economy, seems like an uptick in how they view it. Just twenty eight percent last time uh, this survey came out felt positive about the state of affairs. That is up to thirty five percent. So not a huge jump, but it is a bit of a jump. But overall, forty eight percent say they believe the economy remains in a downturn. What What is behind the feeling that the economy is bad, in your opinion, um, even though the numbers are suggesting otherwise? It's, is it still all about prices? Of yeah, goods? I think well, a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, when you went and filled up your buggy at the grocery store, you knew what it was going to cost you. And now, you know, tack on an extra hundred. Um, and I think that's what most people are living with and are – now, we're all kind of getting used to it, right? We're getting used to the prices being up there. Uh, but um, I, I think that's what it's about. Uh, no question. That's inflation, and we haven't really had inflation in this country for 40 years. So, you know, if you're if you're fortunate enough to be younger than I am, you don't remember the last big inflationary wave that we had. And inflation is the one thing that every single person feels. And... And it doesn't go away. And it, so the rates have come down, but stuff is still, what, 20, 25% higher than it was just a, a couple, three years ago. And I think that's really what's informing that public opinion. And, and pe- people, do you think they have come to terms with the idea that a lot of these prices, things are expensive? A lot of it's never coming down. No, it's not coming down. Well, like it's not going to be coming down in 10 years, 20 years, no, whatever. It's no, not coming down. It's no. because during COVID, you had the excuses of the supply chain issues and materials were more expensive, food, what have you. And once companies realized that people will still pay the high prices, they're not dropping the prices correspondingly. So isn't a lot of this just companies knowing, hey, why would we lower the ba- the price for a bag of chips? people are paying for it. Or why would the egg council lower the price of the eggs if people will pay it? Well, it, but it's it's up and down the entire supply chain. It's it's not like they're gouging people out there. And, and it, the other thing, what inflation does is it causes all costs to go up. So the cost of labor goes up. And, the, you know, all of it kind of... Prices will not come back down. Okay, so here's what's interesting. I have a friend of mine who's getting ready to go on a world trip. Uh, they're going to go. They're, they're retiring at the end of this year. The whole world? Going to go on a trip around the world. Around nice. the world. And is in the process of buying airplane tickets. And so, you know, buying tickets in December and January of next year. Already doing it. The prices in Europe, to go from Europe to Asia and Asia to blah, 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 are so cheap. The prices from America to Europe, ridiculous. The prices from America to Seattle, ridiculous. 
But to go from Spain <laughs> to Tokyo? F- somebody's going from America to Seattle? No, but you get what I'm saying, John. I'm so, Come on. Uh, yeah. I, I know what you I meant. Yeah, I, I mean, you he never makes a mistake. You misspoke. I know uh, what yeah. you meant. But uh, at I the did. end of the day... It, isn't that crazy? Then I read an article the other day about Ozempic, which is everybody's losing this weight on Ozempic. Is that right? Oh, it's yeah. apparently like $1,000 or something a month here. Ooh. But, or $6,000 for a year, something like that. Anyway, but it's a quarter of the price in Europe. Um, and I think that's what's going on. I think they know they got the American consumer. They're holding us by the throat. We're going to pay it. But when you look at what the United is, the same United operating operating in the United States that's operating over in Europe. But here in the United States, the prices are through the roof and over in Europe, they're cheap. Well, I, I think that was the same thing for, uh, you know, stuff like insulin or just any of yeah. the what's going on? any of the drugs what that people were, were crossing borders to get them and then coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. You know, I, I just uh, if of course it's it not right. Yeah. But we can't regulate companies. Yeah, I no, we can't. We can't put a thing on a company, but an edict, and say, "Hey, sorry, you can't jack up the price on us. You can't yeah, allow them to I, do it." I think it's hard because I mean, I do see areas where people are it's price gouging, and companies are not being fair, and they know that people will pay what they can pay. I look in Europe, and sometimes you do see where prices are capped in certain industries. I mean, even when it comes to espresso in Italy, to pharmaceuticals, and that can look more attractive and it can look more fair. I think there has to be some kind of happy medium because you do want to encourage business and you want to let the free market work. But what happens is I I think you do see abuses of that. It's just that you also don't want to overregulate. That's a different kind of abuse. So it's kind of tough, but so far, I mean, when it comes to businesses, small businesses, large businesses, growth, you see it thriving in the U.S. Well, but they're still operating in Europe. I mean, even though there may be more restrictions and laws, they, that clearly is profitable enough for them to continue to practice and do stuff, even with the regulation. I mean, thankfully, the Europeans are involved in some of this regulation because we've abandoned it as Americans. It's a bad word. Uh, regulation, but thankfully the Europeans are doing it because they're the ones that are going to standardize the charging of all of our phones. Yeah, starting I, this year, you yeah. know, they're going to have to do all this stuff going. Well, the forward. European Union, it, we would yes, never pass that right. in the United States. Yeah, I think we could regulate the pharmaceutical world. I would be more open oh, to God, more regulation well, in pharmaceuticals uh, than just companies. A drug in that before it goes generic, I mean, it's a monopoly, right? Yeah, and so I mean, they no question about that. And the drug companies will tell you they need the money for research. Hancock and Kelly with Chris and Amy, as always, on a Friday morning here on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.